fun, man. I'm super excited for us to have this conversation. It's been a while since we last caught up, and thanks for thanks for hopping on, man. I'm 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 very excited for others to get your perspective as well because we've always aligned very much on kind of combining the spiritual insight with creativity and pursuing music. And so thanks uh, thanks for doing this. No, thanks for the invitation, my man. It's an honor for me to be here and yeah, happy to, to catch up again. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's exciting to see everything uh, kind of unfolding on your path as well. And so that's why I'm, I'm stoked to, to get my own update just on how everything's come into play and the, the pieces of the puzzle are all forming together. And so you just said that you graduated and then you are fully committing to this music thing. So you had to make the decision. You didn't have to, but you chose to go home and live with family. And so what was that like in terms of working with that mindset and that decision? Because I think some people don't want to compromise on things and it might not even be a compromise but it's like you know some people think it's like oh full steam ahead as soon as you as soon as you make that decision it's like all the gears are grinding you know but making the choice to go back home with family you're almost giving yourself more space and less pressure to like you're freeing up that pressure that would normally be there from trying to stay in the country and trying to um, do it all on your own. So like, what is, what is that maneuvering around in that area been like? Yeah. So, so it, it all had to do with following my intuition. Um, once I graduated, you know, I, I graduated from as an industrial engineer, so I had some good offers for me to stay in the U S but you know, like deep down in my heart, I knew that my thing was music and, it was, of course, hard at that moment to choose between, you know, like just uh, having uh, a life where I can live by myself, you know, I can buy the things that I want or going back home, pursuing my dream and just like listening to what my heart had to say back then. And it has been the best decision that I've ever taken because, you know, like I can finally say that right now, like things are really starting to, to develop and I know that um in the in the right direction. But it's, of course, hard. But um, you just have to follow your heart and your your true desire because that that will really lead you into to greatness. Yeah, have you always been in tune with your intuition, or has it been a process of kind of strengthening it? It has been a process. Uh, it starts. I I think intuition starts to develop more the more you meditate and the more you do like things that benefit your your soul, whatever you want to call it. So when I started, you know, like you, of course, have certain intuitions of things and, and you take certain paths, even if you don't meditate, but you get a more clear picture once you start meditating and start um, just being in, in connection with, with God, with the universe, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. How so long have you- yeah. So, so like three years, so three years ago, three years and a half, actually, ago, I started um, meditating and it's been life changing, like. I'm another person because of it. And, you know, one of the things that that um, really help you uh, is intuition that yeah. comes, I think, through meditation. Yeah. So how how did you start meditating? Did you use uh, like uh, an app? Do you, do you still use an app like uh, in terms of like vocal guidance and like what was your your yeah. stepping stones into that into that habit? Well, my stepping stone was actually 
and anxiety attack that I had. I was I was in lots of anxiety and it was just a moment in my life that I either had to uh go to a psychologist psychiatrist to to you know like to feel better or you know find ways uh that were let's say alternative ways to to finding peace within and I back then I remember that I downloaded an app um Headspace okay. and I started like an anxiety 30 day challenge and I absolutely loved it And then, you know, like gradually uh, I was like, okay, this app is really cool. Then I started um, just watching YouTube videos, guided meditations. And nowadays I, ju I just hear my body and what uh, like my body wants and my soul wants. So sometimes I do um, the, some meditations that are more for manifesting, some meditations that are more for, you know, calming yourself down, some meditations for uh, fear. So I really recommend, for example, the meditations from Paramahansa Yogananda. Um, he lived 50 years ago. He was uh, a master from, from India. And he still has, you know, like some of, of his videos are on, on YouTube and you can just Google it. And that's the videos that I'm right now into. But I always change, you know, maybe in, in one year that they will speak again, I'll be into, you know, like another, another video or another path. Yeah, um, and I'll I'll make sure to link uh, or at least write out that person's name that you just mentioned yes, for yes, in the in the show notes for anyone to check it out. Um, and I think that's nice. really important to remember what you said. It's kind of like a fluid thing, and like some days you'll go here, some days you'll go here, mm -hmm. and now you're now you're kind of on this kick, and that could very well change, and probably will change in the future. And I think. Our, our egos and our minds like to get stuck on that permanence and it's like okay yes. this is what I'm doing this is, it's gonna be like this forever and then when you feel pulled to something else that's where that intuition comes into play because the mind is like wait but we've always been doing this like why are we shying away from this <laughs> and it's like well hold on a second bud like let's let's yeah. move over here for a little bit and then it's like oh okay I like this I'm, I'll but, calm down <laughs> but but at the end it's it's so funny because I think life itself guides you to to like what meditations or what book you have to read like for example for me i talk to the to, to random people and they just tell me something and then that then that just leads me to finding what i really need mm -hmm. so it's like once you just commit and and let life take um just control and you let go of the control you get guided and you know like everything works out of course it's not as easy as, as saying it but um if you just commit you'll be much much better that surrender man that's the word that i'm on right now is is surrender, surrender yeah. and it's it's like a combination of uh, trust and faith kind of like put together and i really am stepping nice. into the idea that like to what you said, kind of listening to what people are telling you to that intuition. It's like you are basically the vehicle for the universe to learn about itself through you. And so you are, you're inhabiting this form, this body, but you are this higher self from the universe. And this incarnation, it's just like, that's it, you're letting it take the wheel and, and le letting it learn about itself through you. Um, and that could releasing the control is, so challenging you know because we're so conditioned around 
you have everything in control and this is how the future works out and you need to plan and everything must go according to plan or, you know, disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And about, about surrender, it's something very interesting that I've found out lately. And in the creative world, once you surrender, oh my God, like, because like, for example, uh, um, in my case, uh, I want to, I have an idea of a song that I want to make. So I get in the studio and I have you know, this idea laid out. And most of the times, if you just relax and let, you know, just the, the song come out and let, you know, uh, God channel through your hands or whatever. Oh my God. Like you get the best songs. The best songs that I've done have been like that. You know, it's just letting go of that monkey mind that you have. And I think that's why many people um, in the artist world, for example, use recreational drugs or something like that. So uh, weed or something like that. So it calms their nervous system and it just shuts up their brain. For mm -hmm. example, I don't do it because I get very anxious with, with all drugs and yeah, I, I don't like it. But I think that's why it's because we need to shut our brains off and just let, um, you know, God be one with God, be one with the universe and just float. Right. And I, you know, I think that that is a, what you described is people reaching for that solution outside of themselves, right? And so it's like reaching for this drug or maybe it's a, a beer, needing, needing a beer or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something in the creative process to, to put you more in that flow state, but through things like meditation and doing it over and over and over again and feeling that, that growth um, kind of expand exponentially because you won't necessarily feel it like immediately. Uh, maybe, you know, doing it for even three weeks, that's when you really start to kind of like, it shows you the potentials of, of what this habit is, is doing for you. And so I think that the major solution to creative anxiety is focusing on your humanness first, right? Being being an aligned human being through meditation, through um, silence. Yeah. And so how did you feel that shift in your creative process when you started meditating? Did you move from creating from a mind state into a more heart-centered state? Like what were the differences that you noticed? Yeah, it, it was a drastic difference because, you know, before I was just creating from the mind and you can... You know, you can even create hits from the mind. It's not that, that it's it's bad or wrong, but it's not what you're intended. It's not your purpose. So there's a big difference. You know, like some people are going to say, well, I, I don't do meditation and, and I'm successful, whatever. Yeah, I agree with you. You can be successful, but it's not what you're intended to do and, and you're intended to be. That's That's the main thing. And I think once you are in the right path, you also feel uh, gratitude and you feel more love. And you feel better because you're being guided, not by your ego, but by, you know, like God or the universe. So that, that's very powerful. And it's been a, a transition. And every time, you know, I'm in the, in the mind, let's say when I'm producing, I try to go back, you know, and take some, some time out. But of course, it's not easy because you can be in the studio for six hours straight, you know, just creating a song. So it's sometimes the mind also. So it's that juggling between, you know, being in, in an illusion or being in the in within your love and in, in, in peace. What are the signs 
that show you you're operating from the mind that that lead you to then say okay i need to take a little bit of break either today maybe the next few days and then come back to this as a replenished human man this this, this is so awesome because i personally think my anxiety was a wake-up call and i started to feel that anxiety every time i get out of my of my um you know my higher state of being so that's that's the trigger you know I, I get that trigger i know that i'm not going to to the right direction and i have to stop sometimes i have to be honest i don't stop and you know you just get anxious and and but in the morning you know i meditate i try to relax and you know it sometimes takes weeks but at the end i now know the path and that's the important thing but it's that triggers that we sometimes have in ourselves you know for some people it can be a depression for some people it can be anger for some people it can be whatever but i think those are signs of your own body that are, that are telling you hey martin knock knock you have to stop you have to you know breathe you have to whatever you know you, you'll have the answer uh, on your inside once you're silent once you meditate once you go within yeah, and when you, you kind of get that message, like the knock, knock, like, hey, my, can we slow down a little bit? The ego's like, what? Slow down? Why would we ever slow down? Like, we got to get this done. We got to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm telling you, man. Like, it, it's not sometimes easy to stop, but it's the best thing to stop, you know? Yeah, I just finished The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Have you read Eckhart that book? Tolle, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. my first uh, book from him, and I'm very, very glad that I read it now This at this stage of my journey um, because it was very activating um, to whereas if I, I think if I would have read it at the beginning, I would have been very much from a mind place of, of seeing it and kind of conceptualizing these things intellectually, but as I was going through, I was really like in my body, like really in the present, and I love how he describes like all suffering is based on the contract on the construct of time and so i'm really starting to notice that when i get in that anxious state i'm completely out of the present moment i'm always thinking of a future moment of like seeing the potential of like oh well this could turn out this way or this could turn out this way or i need to do this in order to get to this place that i'm seeing in the future and like just breathing, bringing myself back into the body, into that present moment awareness. And like, as cliche as it is, it's like accepting what is in that present moment and not trying to fight and not trying to resist. And therein comes that word surrender again, right? <laughs> surrender, yeah. And, and it, you have to surrender to everything, you know? But at the same time, surrender doesn't mean to just sit in your couch and eat Doritos all day. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it's the opposite. It's just... It's the same work, you know, I, I'm, I'm a true believer that you have to work uh, for, for what you want, but work without resistance. That's, yeah. that's the key, you know, yeah. that's, that's, it makes me think of that, uh, that Zen, I think it's like Zen um, statement that's like, uh, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water, after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. <laughs> and it's like, it's not, right. it's not what you're doing necessarily, you know, you might make some kind of changes and deviations to the path but it's how you're showing up it's why you're showing up it's it's the it's peeling back the surface layer of of the what 
and moving more towards the why and the how. And then if changes need to be made around the what, that will work itself out. And so it's it's going back into that that foundational sense of like, why am I doing this? And then the why influences the how. And so I think with creativity, with the mind, you know, when you're operating from there, it's like, am I am I pursuing this or trying to make this type of creation to get validation, to get attention, to be recognized as someone who's worthy, to prove my parents wrong, to to mm. prove the world wrong. And when we're not digging into those little gears that are kind of connecting everything, we could be leading ourselves down a path that aren't that isn't authentically intended uh, in the intention of what we yeah. are truly trying to do and so i see such a massive transformation on the the art and creative front of really people moving more towards that heart space and you know artists who are i i will use music because i think art is not the box that we're conditioned to think that it is but with music it's like somebody could be making dubstep and wanting to be a dubstep artist but their heart <laughs> wants them to make meditation music and their heart wants them to make um to learn how to play the guitar and sing but the mind has so much control that it's like uh-uh, oh nope you could be up on a stage in front of all of these people and it's i, I there's just so much uh inner workings that are uh, invisible to the eye right now but i think we're really on the the edge of this massive transformation that's that's undergoing yeah and about that uh something that is very powerful and i think many people can connect once i graduated at that moment i was just a producer you know i barely you know sang in my songs i was i just you know collaborated with other um male or female vocalists but I did the production but deep inside me I knew that I my purpose was also to sing and you know in my mind I was like how am I able how, how am I going to sing if, you know like you, you can you can't just from one day to another sing but it has been a perp, uh, uh, a path of learning and now I can sing in my own songs and now the the product that I have out my music you know it's me singing and it's more real and i think people can connect better and it's what i want to show the world but you know this comes to the point that i listen to myself and that's the path that i needed to to follow to sing and to you know give out the message that i want to give with my voice to the world yeah oh i love that um and it's like listening to that intuition into that heart showing you what you need to pursue or what what where the compass is kind of pointing it doesn't just move you from a place of not singing on your tracks to singing on your tracks like what part of yourself grew and expanded from pursuing that side of things like as you were stepping in to the beginning process of like singing on a track and then listening to it and being like oh my god no i don't like that at all like what what is that reflecting back to yourself about you where you hold these kind of small self paradigms of uh insecurities and anxiety and and not feeling like you can do those types of things yeah so i think work itself is like your vehicle to grow so for example you know, life was knocking at my door and saying, hey, you have to sing. 
But through singing, I've learned to be to have patience, to have lots of uh, trust in myself, to believing in myself, to you know, like many many things that I can't even uh, just say with words. But that that comes to to every one of us, and it doesn't matter what we do if we do it from a point of growing. You know, like we we will do so much with our lives, and we can change ourselves, and then change the world. Because if we don't change ourselves, you know, we can even change others. I think it all starts with yourself. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And it's like again stepping into that process. It doesn't matter what it is. If if it's music, art, anything, mm-hmm. it could be pursuing uh, creating a business. But it's like moving into the heart and away from the mind which is so focused on outcome and controlling that outcome and stepping into it of like my intuition's pulling me here my heart wants to go here what am i going to learn from this what are the potentials of learning and experiencing rather than like getting to this outcome that i have pictured in the future and everything being perfect and it's like stepping into that process in the state of of surrender and and then strengthening that surrender the more you push through that process do you believe because you know some people and even me have been on my lap at 300 miles per hour and not stopping but do you think for you to get to a point of reflection because i believe you have to stop that's why like for example meditation is so important and you have to have uh hopefully uh daily meditation practice do you think it's important to stop and reflect to not just go on automatic pilot 100 of the time because it's it's easy to, to go that way oh yeah i'm glad you brought that up too i think it's the most important thing um because if you're always in go mode then and even if you're if you you know re- take rest periods and you're scrolling on your phone watching a movie reading a book you're still putting things into your mind and you're not letting it rest. You're stimulating it over and over and over again. And so if you don't take more than a few moments, like you said, maybe making it a daily practice to be quiet, to sit in silence and even just sit there, even if you're not intentionally going to sit in a meditation and you just sit there in silence for 10 minutes, you're gonna clear out thoughts and things that are running on loop in your mind. And, you know, I think even a lot of people, they say, oh, well, you know, exercising is my meditation. And it's like, well, um, (laughs) kind of, (laughs) kind of, in a way, they're actually pretty different because exercising, you're outputting energy and meditation, you're replenishing the energy that you put out. And so, yeah, and so, and then people will, you know, exercise listening to music the whole time. And it's like, you're still not getting a relaxed state in silence to be with yourself, to reflect, to let those thoughts kind of move out of your space and just allow yourself to be. You're always doing, always going. And I think that that's why in society, you know, people go into go mode right after they graduate high school and they go into college and then get a career and start a family and follow that kind of like path that's laid out for you and then all of a sudden they turn 50 and they put they take their foot off the gas pedal and it's like whoa holy shit I haven't really reflected this entire time I've just been going 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 and then that's where the midlife crisis comes in it's like what am I doing with my life and so 
when you can create those habits from an earlier stage of development, and that is part of your development, you're moving closer to your heart every single time you're in silence, you're in solitude, and it is just going to give you a clearer picture. Yeah, and I think how you perceive things and and how things develop and, and why things happen. You know, so for example, back then, uh, at the beginning, I have to say, I was like, why am I getting this anxiety? I hate it. I hate it, but it has been, you know, a blessing because that that was the thing that woke me from the dream and started to uh, ignited my spirit to to go within. So that, that has been an, an awesome experience that I actually had. And I can't even believe to, to say it like this, but it's true. So sometimes we get like these challenges in life, but if you see it from a spiritual perspective, it all makes sense. Yeah, from that kind of like, why is this happening to me? Because that's where we have like the duality built in, right? It's like right or wrong, like, oh, this is wrong, this is bad. Why is this happening to me? I need to fix it versus why is this happening for me? What is this attempting to show me about myself? What is out of alignment that every time I feel this, I get caught in these judgmental narratives and stories that just go on loop? And so it's like from the observational standpoint, right? It's like, what can I learn from this? How, how can I grow from whatever is happening to me in the external or on the internal? Um, and that's really, I think, where this, the spiritual path and healing and growing you're once you start asking that question you're you're on it like there's no going back yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah and and listen to this it's one of the quotes that have stuck in my mind for a while now and it's your trials did not come to punish you but to awaken you and that's 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 it you know that's uh the the conclusion of of, of this thing that we've been talking about yeah absolutely um so like what would what would child martin say to you now or if you would were to have a conversation with five-year-old martin and been like i i'm going to be a professional musician i'm going to pursue this career head-on what would the reactions be would have been like oh you know yeah just like how have things kind of transformed and what were your dreams when you were a kid what was inspiring you what was pulling you so for example, when you're five years old, you you want to be whatever you want and there's no cap, you know, there's no ceiling. So at that point, I mean, I actually would believe it. But as you know, as you start talking to people and, you know, start to get more information, you start to get, you know, doubt and you start to get fear. But it's always important to go back to that inner child that we have. So. I think like once I have, for example, my, my, my children, I really want to, you know, incentive them to be whatever they want to be because we don't have uh, a cap of what we want to be or what we can be. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you say that because it's like as we, as we grow up, that the ego and its beliefs form they get stronger and they're influenced by everyone we're interacting with, by the fear that kind of manifests itself through other humans in society. And yeah. by keeping that lid open, keeping those limitations, like not letting them form for children is so important. And so important. it's like, yeah, it's, it's the... 
I think one of the biggest things to do for children as we move forward and, and that next generation comes in is just like really having the mentality of like, let them experience whatever they feel called to experience because they'll find their own limitations if there even are any. And they'll they'll learn too. They'll learn through their experience. Their choice needs to be honored just as much as a, an adult's choice needs to be honored. I agree with you 100%. Um, what music were you into as a kid? Like what, 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 and especially being in Colombia, and then, I mean, I, I know it's big on, on dance and, and things like that. And that's kind of where you yep. have found yourself now, but like, how did that look, um, when you were a kid, what were you listening to? What was around you? Yeah. So it's funny because the, what people hear more in my country is salsa, merengue, you know, it's type of music that is uh really popular here but i remember since i was a kid i was listening to the backstreet boys <laughs> metallica you know like I, I i really didn't um connect that much with the music that was from colombia but as time has passed nowadays for example i love salsa and merengue you know like i i now um value them individually so it has been a process of course of you know, because because sometimes you get hooked to uh, a certain specific style of music and then you change. But at the end, if you understand that it's just an expression of someone else just trying to, to, to let's say, put out music, um, there's no good or bad music. It's just an expression. Beautiful. I think, yeah, yeah I, I, I've had to adopt that perspective, you know, from being in an A and R position of like, what is good? Yeah. What is good music and what is bad music? It's like being exactly. being on the ground level of like people dumping submissions into a submission inbox and actually you know having to uh, listen, not having to, but listening to someone who's this is their first song that they that they've ever created and they submit it to an inbox and it's like oh well, you know this isn't really there but keep submitting and then people hear uh an artist release an album and they're like oh this album shit this album's so bad and it's like well is it is it bad or is it just not aligning with what your expectations are um and so kind of reworking that good bad right wrong about is this music good or bad and just it knowing that it is expression it's it's, it's expression of your your soul your your heart as as a human um when did you get speaking, into speaking speaking about speaking about that portal that you have i think ryan you heard the first pieces of music that i created that's so funny <laughs> because you, <laughs> I'm you probably were the first, did. I, I mean i think you were the first a and r to hear my music let's say oh. and you had i think i think i sent like 10 songs or something like that. I, I don't remember but it was not uh, that good back then. I'm I, so sorry you had to. Oh no, <laughs> dude! Uh, no, I, definitely not. I'm I'm very grateful that I was able to be uh, that that piece of your of your puzzle. Um, I actually, at this point, when this episode comes out, um, I am moving out of my A and R position um, at uh, at the record label, and so I'm going to be focused more on creative direction um, and artwork and kind of writing the the comic book narratives for like the imprint characters that we have, like the Azurion character nice. and Hegemon and Pantheon. But after about eight years, I'm finally stepping away from that A and R position, and so it's. Uh, 
it feels it feels good. It feels good to move into this new path that I'm stepping into. Ryan, that's so cool. But I have a question before it, I, I forget. Do you, does it bother you to hear that much amount of music? Like, does it get to a point where it messes up your day if you exaggerate in like overhearing? Because I mean, for example, if, if I get in the studio seven hours and I don't stop, I start to get crazy. Does it happen to you? So there was a big um, reflection point for me around that in that I had be I had I developed a relationship with music where it was only through my analytical mind, and so every time I would hear a song, I even subconsciously I would analyze it, and it, I was in the where's the quality what tempo is this how is this writing these different types of things and i stopped listening to it from my heart um and that actually led me over the last couple of years to not listen to music that often in my own personal time um and i just like i i think i subconsciously distanced myself from it because i didn't like the way that i was experiencing it um and i was just solely from and then because i'm listening to it analytically and my my job my career my position is wrapped up in the ego that's listening to that music all of my small self projections are going on to the music and so i'm all of these different things are coming into play in the factors of how i'm experiencing that and so back in october i went to sedona arizona for a spiritual retreat and we did an ecstatic dance the first night that we were there. And that was the biggest thing that opened up within 15 minutes. I started crying and my heart opened up to music again. And it opened up to this, like oh. it, my, it was like my soul showing me like music is, is like it's life, it's existence. It's, it's, you know, it's what your love of music from a place of heart to heart connection with it is what got you to this place in the first place. And so I really rekindled my relationship with how I listen to music. Um, and that just happened back in October. So that's, that's what the, that's what it did to me. And I won't say did to me, did for me, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm not a victim yeah. to it because it led me right back to the place of feeling immense gratitude and and beauty for all music for all expression of of sound yeah. yeah that's so cool so nice to hear that and so nice to hear that you're also like doing a transition i think it's not good or bad it's you know like part of your, of your path and it's now to a more artistic development and i love the, the artworks that you have so that's i, I think you're going to take them to the next level that's uh, cool th thanks man <laughs> yeah i just did a, an episode with the designer who does those uh Prot felipe protsky um and he, yeah his his illustrations are, are cool they're spot on but it's really cool we're turning them into like comic book style narratives um nice. and i'm able to pour my spiritual experiences into it and it feels in a sense like these beings are real they're alive in this universe that i'm able to tap into and bring onto paper and words um and so along with that i'm working on my own storytelling my own writing i am going to you know write books and screenplays and i've started a few and uh, children's books and and so yeah i'm i'm really excited to to step into the path um of 
utilizing my voice in uh, in the channel through the heart um, and onto onto paper in in the form of storytelling. So it's uh, it's super exciting. So cool. Wish you the best with that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what question that I asked you before we jumped down that. Um, oh, what, what, when did you get into house music and deep house music and tropical house, if we want to put these, these labels on it? Um, and yeah, and then I would love to kind of touch on how things have moved into where you currently are doing the more uh, Latin influence and uh, audience and, and tapping into like the the you know I see you posting many things in, in Spanish and and that whole side of things yep. and so what yeah just where did you kind of find that connection with deep house music and and club music so basically I remember that a friend back in high school approached to me I was uh, we were in lunch and he tapped in my shoulder and he told me hey have you have you uh, heard Avicii I was like <laughs> oh, no <laughs> I was like oh no I have no idea have you well you have to listen to this track levels and I was like okay cool yeah let me let me listen to it and I remember that once I heard it I was so blown away that I was like I need to make this I need to learn how to make this and I started just getting into electronic music on YouTube and searching for new songs. And I remember that I picked up my friends and once, uh, for example, I was driving, the best part of the day for me was to play the music that I found um, the night before. So that's when I realized, okay, you know, like I'm kind of a DJ, I'm really enjoying this. And I was in a Dash Berlin concert actually one year before graduating high school. And it was a mind blowing experience because I felt as if I had to be there on stage, just giving people that those same emotions that that you know he was um, giving. So that led me into again YouTube. It has been uh, a really important part in my career. <laughs> uh, that led me into just googling, um, uh, you know, searching up for a YouTube video of how to make electronic music. So I downloaded my first software. Back then, uh, I graduated from high school, so I had to decide uh, a career or what to do. So, you know, back then I didn't really listen to, to my heart. And I was like, you know, I have to uh, live of something. I have to do something. So I started studying industrial engineering. But every time I had time off, I got into my computer and made music and made music. And over the years, it has, of course, you start up. I started hearing a lot of Dead Mouse, a lot of Swedish House Mafia. Nowadays, I like more of the house stuff, of the tropical house, more of the more chill side also. Um, and about the Latin audience, it's just the people that follow me um, since my first language, as you can tell, you know, like I, I speak English good, but it's not my, my, my number one language. You know, my, my first language is uh, Spanish. I can express, let's say, myself better and connect more with them. Um, through stories and through posts and it's just the people that have been following me but uh, I also you know like the music that I make is let's say European or you know like I haven't still released a song with Spanish vocals that's one of the things that I really want to do but yeah it's that <laughs> hell yeah man yeah it's it's cool to see you know especially because I didn't know that you were into uh, like um, American music when you were growing up and so yeah. kind yeah. of 
getting the influence and inspiration from that while still having the cultural music kind of embedded in the DNA. And then now it's like you're, you're circling back with the merging of worlds, right? It's like you're yes. bringing it all together. Yeah, and it's, and it's very nice because, you know, I, I, of course, come back to my roots, but at the same time, I love uh, music that is different and it, you can just say, you know, it's Latin music or it's uh, European music, it's dance music. You know, I like to have an open mindset when I'm creating and I just uh, leave what the, the song wants to be to the universe, to God, and just, just flow. So right now I'm doing this. Maybe on two years I'm going to be doing, I don't know. I don't know what. Who knows? <laughs> whatever, whatever God in the universe wants to experience yeah. through you, right? <laughs> correct, correct. Yes, 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 yes. What does, what does God mean to you? What does that word mean? Uh, for me, it means love, pure love. And it's sometimes, I don't think like we as humans can understand it at its 100%, but it's just pure love. Yeah, it, I think it doesn't have words. That's that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's hard. But I think the closest thing that we can relate to is pure love. Yeah. That's it, love. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it's it's uh, something that's ineffable and almost indescribable. That is, yeah. we attempt to put in a word and put limitation on it when it's like there isn't any limitation on it. It's just it's. I I love the the quote all is of or nothing is and so it's like all is of god all is of the divine or nothing is like you can't choose what is of god and what is not it's it's everything it is the universe it's it's this yeah. water bottle that's right here next to my computer it's it's the cat it's the cat's poop <laughs> it's it's everything right um and so it's just like this kind of unconditional flow into infinity. Um, and how did you have a relationship with God or a definition of God when you were a kid or as you started doing more meditation and became stepped more into your spiritual identity? Did that kind of come into play at that point? Yeah, so after when I was a kid, I remember, uh, well, my family is Catholic. So since I was a kid, I've been always, um, let's say, close to the idea of God. But I, until I did meditation and until I really uh, got within myself, I understood what was that really, because it's something really different to see something in paper than to live it, you know. So, yeah moving from the mind conception to the heart right to the feeling of it yeah being. just being one one with 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 god is just something that you can't really describe yeah it's i mean it's like when people say how is an orgasm let's say you can't really describe that yeah. you have to for example experience it, it yeah. it's it's the same thing but of course that's you know very little compared to what the love of God is, yeah. but it's that it's something you have to really experience, and it's there's really no way to describe it. I think. Yeah. How has your perception of spirituality changed, or grown, or expanded from when you first jumped down that path? Is it is it different? Um, you know, for me, I think when I first stepped into it, and I was 
stepping into healing trauma um, and um, healing, you know, um, and taking on the spiritual kind of habits, I saw like, oh, these these people are spiritual. They they believe in this bigger thing. They you know they just you the, again the mind trying to kind of like grasp these things and put it in a box. But now it's like everything is spiritual to me. Like it's like life is is spiritual, um, and it's it's just completely expanded into this open ended like. There's no limitations on what what that word even is. Yeah, I think every, I, I also agree with you 100%. And I actually see it as in the music scale, let's say in the piano. So, you know, down below, for example, in a C0 for those who are musicians, you know, you get like anger and hate and all these bad things. But once you go up, 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 let's say to the C infinity, you know, that's where God is. But everything is, is, is God. It's, it's just, uh, um, it's all it's all one, I think. But of course... You know, it sounds much better at the end. So that's why you, you go there. You know, you, you don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I've heard I it's described like that in many kind of spiritual texts um, is like it's a symphony, right? It's like the word of God is this one musical note that is uh, then fractaling into infinite octaves, um, and it's like we're yeah. all we're all a part of that symphony. We all are that symphony expressing uh, through us, and it it I love just the relation to to music. Like what what are some major uh, influential books or texts or people that you have come across along the way? So number one. Paramahansa Yogananda okay. and his book Autobiography of a Yogi that really changed my life and it's one of the books that for example Steve Jobs um, the only book that I think Steve Jobs uh, recommends that he already passed out but um, him, Eckhart Tolle, I really like them, Joy Dispenza okay. um, and to be honest I really don't read that much but again YouTube, I watch talks a lot of talks, you know, like once I, I get uh, out of work, I just uh, go to my bed, put my AirPods on and just listen to them talk. So that's my way because I think I'm, I'm more of a, uh, um, how do you say that you hear, you hear more, that you understand you're more, uh, whatever, you understand. Yeah. Oh, really? I <laughs> so wouldn't have guessed that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that you're more of an audio person. <laughs> exactly, audio person. <laughs> So that's my way of learning. Joy Dispensa, um, Vision Lakiani. He has uh, a community that's called Mind Valley. I really like uh, him. So yeah, it's it's it, it has been a, a path. And every day, I'm also you know learning from different types of people that guide me to be a better version of myself. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I'll have to always change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll have to re-listen to every name that you just said and make sure that I put those in the in the show description <laughs> I think I can remember most of them um but yeah man it's it's beautiful right it's kind of like and then once you find those grooves with the people that are providing those messages it's like it's that full remembrance of the truth that's already within you right it's like knowing that these things are and these people are are simply just reflections of everything that's already within you yeah, and, and if you 
hear closely or if you read closely, whatever you want, many of them tell the same thing. It's all the same. And, and once, once you know what the, what the thing is, you know, you have like a, you have like a filter to say, okay, this is maybe not like it has to go to go to love. That's, that's the main thing. And it's so simple. It's very simple at the end. Of course, there's some ways to make it more complex, but at the end it's, it's, it's love, you know, it's love and finding and you, you will feel it down in your heart once you hear the things that are the right things it will make you just feel an immense sense of peace yeah yeah absolutely it's like it all kind of originates from that one source right and like deviates into into the different perspectives which is you me joe dispenza eckhart tolle all the individual humans and then it all finds its way back to that one source and it's like it's all yeah. it's all the same thing just with a different lens kind of like filtering it through. Um, and so it's not about right or wrong. It's uh, just about what do you align with? What what do you, what connects with your heart? And then things that don't, they don't. They probably connect with other people and, and kind of just allowing them to be and not getting caught up in, is this right or is this wrong? And, and yeah. Um, when you say love, because I feel like we have kind of like two de definitions of love. One from our small self, like conditioned mind, and then the the objective divine truth of what love is. And so what is it, do you, do you see a difference in, in those two? Yeah. For example, you can say to someone, oh, I love you, bye. Or you can truly, you know, feel the love and that's one of the things that again you have to feel it but how i can describe it in words it's being one with with god and being one with that person being one with the universe and you're just like a a sail in the in the in the midst of the ocean of of, of god i don't know it's it's hard to explain but it's something you have, you have to feel it but it's that let's say it's that yeah yeah it's a feeling right it's not this it's a, this yeah, thinking a, uh intellectual idea it's it's a feeling yeah. um and that's why going into the feeling diving into the emotion into the feelings it's like it's all there it's all hidden in in those uh in that energy and we just have to be willing to to sit in it and and find it um correct and so I think before we started recording, you were you were talking about the illusion <laughs> and waking waking up from the illusion, from the matrix per se, taking the red pill. What does that mean to you? For me, it's it's, it's something hard because you get caught up in the illusion. But for me, the illusion is just everything that has to that everything that just gets you out of your way of peace but at the same time everything is is part of, of of the journey but we get so many distractions so many distractions you know with our phones even with conversations or things we have to do and sometimes it becomes an illusion and it gets rid of it, it, it doesn't get rid it gets um it doesn't get rid of what you truly want to be you know so it's really important to step out. That's why it's really crucial to have a meditation or a space where you can just step out, see where you're going, get out of the illusion and just be present with yourself. 
that's really important for me that's the illusion it's those things that you do day by day that just make you live a life as a as, as the matrix you know there has been even movies about this yeah so many and it's yeah, funny yeah. too because then once you I'm a, i mean for me personally like you get to this space where you you are kind of understanding things or or at least remembering that there is this illusion that's been crafted for us in order for us to learn and experience through and i still find myself you know i'm i'm caught up in like am i going to eat the grapes or the blueberries <laughs> and i'm like i'm like which one is it ryan and what which one am i reaching for am i reaching for the grapes or the blueberries <laughs> and, then, and then it's like it's like wait hold on a second just grab one, dude. <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, just, just do it. And again, it's like this: Am I making the right choice? Do I want the grapes right now, or do I want the blueberries? And it's like, it doesn't matter. Just grab them. Um, and it's so funny. It's just. It's. I. I just find so much humor in myself at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how how you described it. But it's yeah. It's in those small little details that we sometimes get caught up yeah that's 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 true <laughs> yeah the truth the truth is simple right and it's in its simplest form yeah. um yes yes what's next for you man what what do you uh what are you working on what are you uh what do you have your your mind's eye and your intuition uh set upon right now so when I started making music, it was all about making music that sounded good, but I really didn't focus on you know music that made you grow as a person. So now my goal is not only make music that sounds good, because I think that's also important, but make music that can lead to a change, you know, that can lead to someone hearing it and you know changing their day. Their you, you know even in their subconscious, you can give them a message that they might need or they need at the moment. So for me, it's all about how can I give more to the people? How can I give more as an artist? Because it's easy to get into the um, loop of creating, for example, a hit. And it's, you know, there are formulas for that. Use this sound, this, this, this. You know, I want to do that, but also at the same time, you know, do something that will benefit uh, humanity and will give them songs that are for their soul. So for example, I released a song um, a month or so ago that it's, I found a way and it's literally the story of how I found a way to be all right after my anxiety episode. So if you hear to the lyrics, they are very catchy. They make you dance, but they have a really uh, cool message and it's a, a message that it's needed. And I think nowadays it, it's, um, you know, music every time more, it's becoming just the rhythm and, and, you know, lyrics that really don't benefit society, I'll say. So I want to make that change. Do music that you know it's it's it can be played on radio, it can be um, played on festivals, but music that makes you uplift your spirit and gives you something more than just music, you know. Beautiful, and that's and that's because it's uplifting your spirit, right? It's it's yes. it's it's full soul, authentic expression for for yourself and from yourself, and that will inevitably connect with people on that deeper level um and i think i think that's 
that's what it's about, right? That's that's what creation is is about, is that soul expression, that soul connection, and putting that frequency, that higher octave of yourself into the music. Yes. And it's, it, it acts as that portal on the other side. People can really feel it. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, and you start feeling better because you have a sense of purpose. And once that purpose also includes for example, community or humanity. In my case, I want to, you know, I want the whole world to to benefit from it. It really makes your days more productive, happier, and you get to do more because you're doing it from 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 love, from peace, and from uh, just what you're meant to be and you're meant to do. I could not agree more. I'm sure that people listening have resonated with a lot of the perspectives that you've provided but for the final kind of closeout anyone who is pursuing a path of art or creativity music who's feeling called to it who is holding themselves back because they don't know anything about it because they don't uh they don't understand uh, how to read musical notes what musical notes are anything about any form of art what would you say to them it's all about faith and courage if you have those two things and you just trust the process you will learn everything but you have to take that leap of faith and just jump and don't listen to your mind you know mind is really good at making math calculations plans whatever and it's you know it's necessary it's really important but those type of things just listen to your heart let you let um your intuition guide you and you know ma real magic can really happen but i also think it's not an easy choice but believe me it's the right choice and you have to definitely make it because you have a life full of purpose and you'll be happy <laughs> i love it I love it, man. Yeah. Um, so where I'll link to, you know, your, your Spotify, Apple Music, and Instagram nice. in the show description. Uh, but if anyone wants to pop over to uh, your Instagram or something right now, what is the handle? Where can they find you? At Martin Trevi. You can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, on, yeah, every platform, Spotify. And I actually, I check all my DMs for now. <laughs> I can always check them but um, yeah if you ever need someone to talk to or guidance or an advice whatever just send me a DM and you know I can I can we, I can help you hopefully <laughs> amazing so beautiful man thank you again for for doing this it was it was so much fun and I'm Thanks so glad that we uh, we got to catch up and just go deep go deep on this conversation you should start a youtube channel or something speaking of full circle youtube right maybe maybe people would get something out of your uh, tutorial videos around uh not listening to the mind and creating from the heart and maybe there's something there bro <laughs> man that that's that's something very interesting i like it i'm gonna i'm gonna um look into that but yeah, meditate on it meditate on it see what see yeah, what the I'm intuition sure. says <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah hell yeah man well i look forward to doing this again no my brother it was a pleasure thank you so much you know i really enjoyed it so thanks thanks my man <laughs> <laughs>